With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From coast to coast and around the world, you're going online with Bill Alexander. Online with Bill Alexander is a guest-driven program where the topics are diverse and entertaining. Laugh and learn while you listen to one of the best hours of online radio around. Online with Bill Alexander. Hi, everyone. Yours truly, William Eric Alexander. All my friends call me Bill, and you're online with Bill Alexander. Here on WMCK.FM, McKeesport, and a new station we're uh, ushering in this weekend, WLDJ 107.5 FM, Newcastle. Hall of Fame Music Radio, you can find them at hofmradio.com. And, of course, we're streaming at italknet.com. Well, the last two weeks we've been talking from an equity stage manager. We talked to a therapist. We talked to a newsman. We talked to another therapist, and tonight we're going to talk to a performer and entertainer about what's going on in their world with the whole idea of the coronavirus, COVID-19. And we're going to be talking with Tony Pace this evening. Let's say hi to Tony right now. Tony, how are you doing this evening? Bill, I am doing awesome. How are you today? I'm doing real good. Uh, Being in uh, quarantine here in the state of Pennsylvania, not able to go too, too much, but Luckily enough, I've been keeping busy and uh, <laughs> entertaining myself, I should say. Well, I think that's what um, uh, I'm seeing an enormous amount of that out there. A lot of my fellow entertainers are uh, taking to the airwaves uh, from Facebook and uh, everything else, putting on shows, right. virtual. So, um, unfortunately, we've all lost work along the way, so we just uh, retool and uh, reconfigure. So uh, before we went on this evening, I was talking to you about when you found out about the whole the whole pandemic that we're dealing with here in the United States and the rest of the world. And um, when was the last time you actually performed? Um, my last performance was on a cruise ship. I was on a um, seaborne um, cruise ship in um, in the Caribbean on March. Uh, I came off the ship around March seventh. Okay. And whenever you were on the ship, were you following what was going on in the rest of the world about the whole uh, uh, pandemic? Yeah, in actual fact, I've been following it uh, even before that. Um, I was privy to and got information from a friend of mine who was out of Vietnam. And um, they or he sent me uh, an incredible amount of information right from the get-go. Okay. And so I was just way. So, um, did you think it was going to get as big as it did here in the United States, or did you think the states were going to be able to control it? No, I, I, I um, the projections that I was seeing, we're not even close to them right now. Right. Because right so, as uh, of this more or this afternoon, the United States has more cases of the uh, COVID nineteen virus than. Italy and China. 
Yeah, we've uh, pretty much taken the lead right now. Um, and um, uh, from we've taken the lead from over China. So we're we're number one right now. Unfortunately, yeah. that's, this is not what we were in the one want to be. As you have people standing out there yelling USA, USA. Yeah, we do not want to be number yeah, one no. in this. Um, so you haven't performed since March 7th, which has been, what, uh, 19, 20 days. And how is that Correct. affecting your life right now? Well, uh, I, I think... When I came off the cruise, um, I was actually supposed to be joining some other cruises as well as uh, I had other uh, shows that were scheduled uh, and pretty much were canceled right off the bat. When I came off, uh, I was told that I could not. Uh, they were they were the, the cruise lines were scrambling and to keep everybody safe. Right. And uh, I was told that um, I could not join another cruise ship until I sent, spent 14 days on land. Uh, and then I could join another cruise ship, which, you know, it was uh, one of those things where it didn't make sense to me. But I understand they, they were trying to uh, keep everybody safe. And then from there, uh, pretty much right now, all of my work uh, up till August 1st is canceled. Wow. Because um, my, th my, uh, my son, my oldest son is a, uh, a theater major at the local university right. and he actually had a production opening tonight that has been oh. canceled and he has auditions or supposed to have auditions for another um, performance that's going to be happening in the region um, this summer. And they're worried about even being able to do auditions because of the uh, quarantine that's going on. Now, of course they're going to be able to do right. some stuff online, but how do you rehearse whenever you're working with a group of people? How do you do that online? Well, it, it can be done. Um, and I think the aspects of what is happening right now, uh, somebody asked me what the, you know, we want to see what it, uh, going back to the norm. When are we going to go back to normal? And what people have to understand is uh, we are not yet uh, privy to what will be normal. Um, and um, it's going to be a very interesting change of how we uh, how we work, how we interact uh, for a period of time. Um, what I think is um, odd is, and the majority, actually, all of us for the most part has never have never experienced something like that, like this before. Yeah. And again, like you said, trying trying to recreate that norm on how to do it. And in this area, over the last weekend, no one was taking it seriously. We were under under uh, state um, mandates to stay in the house and everything else, and we still had people congregating with each other. They were yeah. going to state parks. They were doing things. And not until the case numbers of the virus hit where I'm at right now, people weren't taking it seriously. Now we have people that have died and now all these red flags have gone up. And it's like, if you would have taken this seriously a week and a half ago, we may not have had these deaths that we're dealing with right now. Yeah. I mean, that's, that is possible. Uh, but the probability isn't, isn't that, um, I've been on the phone on a daily basis with people and relatives in Italy, uh, that are from, uh, from Milan all the way down to um, Naples, and uh, they 
uh, didn't take it seriously. I've got physician uh, relatives, and unfortunately, the um, uh, it, it's just gonna it's just getting worse. And, and I think until we know the how this virus really works to to the to the infinite degree, uh, where I, I don't know where. We're, we're still a little bit behind the, you know, behind the eight ball here. So your your uh, family members that are in Italy, um, what have they said about this? Because again, this hit them the hardest next to China before it came to the United States. What warnings were they trying to trying to give you to tell people, hey, you got to take this seriously? Well, a lot of the, uh, a lot of them. Um, told me that uh, they didn't take it seriously, that the government was warning them, the medical community was warning them. Uh, for the longest time, they were being told that uh, this was just like the flu. Right. Um, and, and it, you know, it was... It, it, they, they, didn't, they didn't take it seriously enough that they, they were congregating, they were moving from uh, from place to place, and they just spread it uh, so quickly. Um, we actually had someone that went from Milan to our uh, to my parents' um, hometown, and and we were all upset at the fact that um, she pretty much spread the virus, and she knew she had it, so wow. she spread it down there, and uh, and she has since passed away. Um, which is which is a you know no one um, no life is worth um, the this this devastation um, but we haven't seen the end of it so how how is their I mean how is their governing government handling it compared to our government who basically has been denying 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 okay now we have it. And then saying, "Okay, everything's going to get better in two weeks." Are they doing the same thing, or is our government just totally preoccupied with the economy and not worried about the the uh, the medical issue? Well, I, I think uh, now I have uh, my cousin is in the military, and they are just um, beside themselves. She um, now she's young, okay, and. Uh, and she's, you know, she's telling me that they don't even know where to put the bodies at this point in time. Um, so the problem is that the government didn't know everything that they needed to know. Um, and it's a fluid situation uh, across the board. Uh, I don't think our government knows, um, you know, for certain everything that they need to know. If you look at all of the information that's coming across the wire, um, it's, there's no, I, I, and I don't know if you know of any one place, any one source that has all of the correct information right across the board. No, there uh, isn't one right now. And I, and I think that's part of the part of the problem. There is just so much um, erroneous uh, information, and I don't even know if it's done on purpose or not. And honestly, I don't even care. Uh, the The bottom line is that we as a public and humanity 
um, we need to know because if the government, and one of the things that I, I profess is if the government wasn't there, we would have to be taking care of ourselves. Right. Um, and we need to know. So, so if, if, if ABC is not available and the government can't provide ABC, then at least if I know that I, I need, um, you know, X, X or Y, then at least I can figure out a way to do it. And, you know, you look at my pillow, uh, they've retooled to make face masks now. Tito's is making, um, uh, uh, you know, sanitizer. Right. The, the car manufacturers are making, uh, they're Vent- making uh, ventilators. Ventilators. So we as a, we as a society, Americans, America has always stepped up, um, to to help to help the world and uh, and one of the things that I've always said is you know when when there's a fire in California uh, the United States every firefighter in the United States just gets on gets in their car and goes to California to, right. to battle the problem is that the fires are raging everywhere. Yeah. And then and the same thing with hurricanes and when we have ice storms and, and power outages that you see utility workers that just go and they, they, they feel the need to, to go help because that's what we do. We go help. Absolutely. So the other thing that I wanted to ask you about while you're on the program tonight is, do you see entertainment changing from performing in front of large crowds to what everybody else is doing right now, doing these individual programs from their living rooms or from their basements or from their driveways to entertain the public? You know, I don't know. Um, At some point, things will go back to um, uh, the ability for us as entertainers to have an audience in front of us. Right. Um, I, I find it very, very... Um, hard to believe that we will. This will be the only way that we will be able to ever uh, that that we're going to be stuck in a bubble and we're going to only be able to entertain via this way. Uh, this way, the internet, the internet. So now the question is, stands: um, At what point will it happen that we can go back? Right. Um, and that remains to be seen. So in the meantime, uh, I know that uh, all of my fellow entertainers, uh, they're doing what they can online, um, and they're retooling, they're redoing, they're, you know, uh, this is the biggest story, the longest Groundhog Day that we will ever experience. <laughs> I agree. Um, one thing I think is interesting, though, is all of a sudden um, you have the public realizing how important live entertainment is that all of a sudden out of the blue hey we didn't know you guys were doing this until you're putting it on the internet now i can see it now do you think there's going to be a way to because i what you guys do is amazing to me and and i know that you love doing it but the thing is you need to get paid to do that you're still performing there has to be a way to monetize it online so when you do a show that you are getting something in exchange, because a lot of people are going to do what they did with the newspapers years ago and take it for free, and then they're going to disappear. 
You're absolutely right. And it started, um, and you know, with, with publishing and the writers and royalties and, um, it, it, it started dwindling as, as the writers started making less and less money. Right. Uh, when CDs were just started to disappear. So now the performances, um, it's becoming right now we can't perform, uh, on a, on a, on a physical basis, but on a virtual basis, they're doing a lot of the entertainers are doing online and they've got uh, virtual tip jars. Uh, they're releasing tunes. Uh, one of the things that I was planning on doing was uh, I've got a couple of recordings that I, I'm planning on releasing. And if somebody wants to purchase, you know, at a, right. a piece or whatever, whatever it is, you know, that that helps the bottom line for me uh, to um, to do what I have to do. Um, so the key is to just kind of figure out how we can, you know, we can survive and make money. Uh, but at the same time, we have to be cognizant that uh, no one's getting paid. Right. So, you know, we're just, uh, we're all in the same boat. And the, the question becomes, uh, you know, how do we, how do we do this? So that uh, it it works for everybody. Um, a f- uh, before Christmas, I had um, the Dina Martin, Dean Martin's daughter, on my program. Yeah, and oh, yeah. and she's been doing live online performances now. That she is inviting right. her audience to do requests and stuff like that. <clears throat> but right. I'm wondering if because I've noticed Garth Brooks has done it. I've noticed. Um, right. A handful of other ones, and I noticed tonight when I was uh, flipping through the TV TV dial before this, there's a commercial that's running on CBS that they're going to have people live from their own homes, performers performing in their basement. Miranda Lambert, Garth Brooks, all these people, sure. and I'm going, this is really interesting because every time you did any pro- production work like this before, you had to be in a studio, you had to do it in an audience, you had to have a, a full band, whatever it may be. And now you're going to have people just singing karaoke, basically, to an audience because people are clamoring for entertainment. And one thing we've learned, um, especially after 9-11, is that that's the one way we can unify ourselves and also take our mind off the situation for that brief moment of time. Absolutely. Uh, people need to be able to forget um, the... The pandemic. I mean, if you stand in in um, in this craziness for too long, you're just not going to be. You know, you're going to be in in a level of fear, uh, and that fight or flight is just going to take over. Yeah. So, what are you doing right now to keep your days uh, filled? Because I know that if you were just worried about the work that you're missing out on, you'd go crazy. Um, one of the things that we're doing, uh, uh, I've got a uh, one of my business partners, Karen Kelly, who is a uh, licensed psychotherapist. Uh, we've been working since the 90s with uh, relaxation programs, meditation, and uh, self-help programs. So I've been in, in that uh, realm, and we've been having um, Zoom programs uh, with uh, one-on-one sort of chats trying to help people through. Uh, the, these uh, these situations as well. Um, I, I'm 
writing material and um, and sending it in for, um, like I just sent in some some material children's programs for children's TV. Oh, really? Hoping that um, yeah, so hoping that uh, I'll get you know I'll get some placements out of it um, and end up with some publishing. Um, I presented some tunes for instrumentals for some uh, programs. So my writing on doing that as well. Um, and then early in the morning, I usually get up uh, and I do some gardening just to clear my head and to start uh, start the day. Um, what you, you said that the, the, the therapy that you're doing, and I caught um, one of them briefly today um, with, uh, with, with Karen. Um, how did you get started with, with this um, when you started doing this years ago? Well, I, um, I've always been a fan and understanding, and I studied um, with regards to frequencies and how music actually affects the, uh, the human mind, or the body, um, the energy um, of, the, uh, you know, of people. Um, and, and I started to implement that um, with the writing, with the relaxation programs, and I was able to write the programs to elicit uh, delta waves and to utilize delta waves, beta waves, thetas. You know, I understand all of that in different frequencies. Uh, the bi, you know, the bi, um, binormal, um, uh, binaural um, frequencies, and and all of that we've implemented to help people. Um, so it's it's just blossomed from there, uh, trying to help and utilizing my skills uh, musically uh, uh, to help as well. I, I, I look at your, and when I reached out to you, uh, I guess it was the end of last week about doing this, you've been posting some stuff on your Facebook feed about that. Some of it's humorous, some of it's serious. And sure. it's really interesting to look where you're coming from. And I think everybody's Facebook or Twitter feed right now is looking the same way because one moment you have accepted what's going on. The next moment you're stressed out about it. Then the, the other moment you're joking about it, whatever it may be. How are you able to keep everything in perspective? I mean, I know you mentioned the gardening. I know you mentioned the, uh, the, the trying to, trying to keep your mindset and talking to Karen and stuff like that. But what else are you doing? Well, I, I, I've resounded to the fact for me that, that whatever's going to happen, um, it, you know, it, we don't have any, any control over it right now. Okay. And for me to stress, uh, to stress out, um, one of the biggest components that, that this virus attacks is our immune system. And one of the, 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 the biggest aspects uh, that depletes our immune system is stress. So, um, you know, in my, in my training throughout the years, um, I've learned that there is not, you know, for me to worry about um, where the mortgage is going to come from is going to create an enormous amount of stress. And it's not, I, the, by worrying about it, I'm, it's not going to put the mortgage out there. Right. Um, 
and um, and by not worrying about it, I, at least I I reduce the stress and I reduce the ability for the virus to, to take hold. Now that's an easy thing to say, but I'll tell you, it is a very very difficult thing, uh, especially being uh, inundated with Facebook and yes. news every single moment of the day, yeah. uh, and not getting getting uh, completely overtaken by the you know the, the the emotions of it. One of the posts you put up last week, which I thought was, I, and I had to read it three times to understand it, and then I got where you were coming from. And it says, "All my shows were not really canceled. I was socially distanced from my audience. I'm still singing." And I'm going, okay, I get it now. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. It, it's like they were canceled. I'm just singing. It may not be in front of the same audience, but I'm still doing it. Um, Absolutely. So that's the thing I'm wondering about because you said you're retooling. What are you doing to retool? Are you looking at a new structure for the show? Are you looking at at, at, at uh, uh, more stand up in the show, more impersonations? What are you looking at doing differently? Or are you going to keep it the same and refine it? No, I'm actually uh, learning new mute, uh, new material. Okay. Um, and, um, and I'm taking a look at where the possibility of uh, where, we, where we may be mentally as a society um, and what, what the best course of action, what people are going to be looking for um, a year from now. And when, and, and when are you going to, I mean, I know we have to get through this wave. I get that. I understand it. Something has to get back to more normal. But when is it not too soon to start making fun of it? Because a lot of people right now, that's the only way they're dealing with it is with humor for the most part. And I know when you have a large audience full of people who may have had loved ones get sick or die and everything like that, are you going to be able to touch that? I mean, or or do you have to stay away from it for a long period of time? I think it's going to be a... um, uh, it's going to be something uh, up to the individual. Okay. Uh, the comedian um, that is used to making uh, parodies of, about these situations, um, you know, may just do something and uh, make fun of it and, and just say, oh, well, too, too soon. Um, but for me, I, I don't think I'm, uh, I don't think I would, um, um, you know, I don't really do. I don't do any political humor, right? Um, and um, this would not be something that I would uh, add into the um, into the fold at this point in time. I think this situation, other than being through a a war or something like this, this is the only thing that this country has actually gone through together. And not just right. certain parts of the country, like 9-11. I mean, everybody is dealing with this. And I think that's something that we're not familiar with. Now, if you were in World War II and you were Italy or you were uh, uh, the UK or wherever, you dealt with this as a community. In the United States, we weren't touched by it other than loved ones going over there and fighting. But now, this is the battleground. This is what we're dealing with. And this is something that we're not used to because we're all dealing with it in our own way. 
you're, you're absolutely right. And I had a discussion with a group of, um, um, I think they were between uh, 22 to 29, uh, 30. And I said, uh, this is going to be your Vietnam. This yes. is going to be your war. Yeah. Um, and uh, basically, um, because of the fact that this virus um, is not affecting um, our youth, the majority of our youth as of yet, um, in a in a devastated um, method, um, that I think there's going to be at some point, and this is just my opinion, and, and you know, um, because they are not uh, as affected at this point, they may be our, um, you know, our saviors, and and they may be our front line of people that go back to work, uh, that are called in to take care of. Um, opening stores and, yes. and, um, and to triage and whatever else is needed. So, you know, they're about to, uh, they, they may be about to experience uh, basic training uh, or being thrown at the war. Um, and I, I, can, I, I can really see that, too. I didn't think of that before, but I think you're exactly right. You're listening to Online with Bill Alexander here on WMCK.FM McKeesport and also at WLDJ 101, 107.5 FM Newcastle and also at italknet.com. On the phone line right now, we're talking to entertainer Tony Pace on the phone, and uh, we've been talking about what he's dealing with through uh, the whole situation with the COVID-19 um, virus and also um, his performing schedule that he actually performed since the beginning of March. It's been, like I said, uh, 17, 15, 16 days. Actually, no, 11 days. You said the last time you were on the boat was on the uh, on the 7th of March. I can do the math. Don't worry. It's It's been a long day, but I can do, I can do the math. But um, I, I just think it's interesting because the young, as you said, the younger generation, the, the, I don't want to call it the X, the the uh, Z's or the millennials or whatever it is, right. are going to step up because in a lot of situations the Z's have got such a bad rap recently because we were seeing all these these video and these news storage about these kids on the beaches in Florida and spring break right. because you know this hit at the most inconvenient time it happened during spring break. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and unfortunately, um, had we known um, or had the belief um, been there that they, there was a, a better understanding of how serious this was, or they took it serious, um, then, um, then it would have been a, a whole different dynamic. I mean, even the governor, of, I think it was the governor of Florida, yes. uh, was, was saying, you know, uh, there are no flights that are coming from China or anywhere in the in, in, in Europe, or but there are twenty flights coming in from New York. Right? Why? So these are the things that are falling through the cracks uh, that have to be adjusted. Well, that and, was the uh, other thing I didn't understand is because last week when everything started to get real, you still had right. airline travel across the country. I mean, yes, there was a lot of flights canceled. But you still had travel going back and forth. And I'm going, wait a minute. That doesn't make any sense. Because if I'm in New York City and I don't want to be there, I can get an air flight for $74 and go to California. That still doesn't make any sense. Because there's nowhere to stay because all the hotels are closed. But people were going. 
And I think that's that's the biggest problem is we're in a we're in a world, um, and I think I, I um, uh, posted something to the effect that uh, you know it seems like no matter what anyone does, it's either too late or a little too too much, too late or or too soon or too late, whatever. Right, it was. I saw that. Yeah, uh, and and I don't think, and, and I don't care what what side of the fence you're on or, or what. It, well, you know, what you believe in. Um, but we can't, as a, as a human, as humanity, um, be, uh, be trying to grab at the ball and taking it home and not want to play. Right. We've got to work together. And, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not talking in a utopian, uh, manner, but what I'm talking about is uh, when, when, when something is offered, um, there is there is a constant. Um, I, I'm, I'm trying to stay away from the political aspect. Okay, but I just I, I just really would love to see more work uh, together. Um, you know, if if for example, and and I'll just I'll just make one one example. Okay. Um, it, the the ventilators. Um, uh, Cuomo had ma- mentioned that um, he got I don't even know how many ventilators from from the federal government. Uh, it, Twenty thousand or two thousand or you know whatever. It was a small number, but yeah. It was a small amount, correct. But you know, once upon a time, and I remember the days where. Um, if I need a, a hundred thousand dollars, and I've been involved in fundraising for forever and ever, yeah. So when somebody when somebody hands me a check for if my goal is a hundred thousand dollars, and somebody hands me a check for ten thousand dollars, my comment to that person is, "Oh my God, thank you so very very much." Right. Um, and we need to, you know, we're on the way. To the hundred thousand dollar mark, my comment to him is not, "Is this all you're going to give me?" Right. And and that's where we are right now as in humanity. Um, and I don't know when we lost it. I don't know why we lost it. Um, and uh, and I really would would really wish to see getting it back. Um, you know, it, this is for for our health. This is for our humanity. This is for us. Um, and to me, just start ar- stop arguing and then stop playing like little children and 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 get it done. Be adults. Yeah, that. <laughs> unfortunately, that's easier said than done. Now, where I'm located at, which I'm south of the city of Pittsburgh, um, we've right. noticed a lot of the communities coming together and since pittsburgh is a large as a uh, a big uh, medical city with the university of pittsburgh medical right. center and allegheny um allegheny uh hospitals that the people that have gone out and even restaurants that that they're closed their doors they're making food for people and they're delivering it to the hospitals right. and they're just thanking them and we've noticed now that people that are shut-ins that 
One thing that we're seeing is, is if you don't eat, just let us know who it is and we will deliver food for them at no cost. Our, our schools who have been closed for the last two, two and a half or a week and a half now, um, the schools are still preparing school lunches for these kids for them to be able to pick up. Now, they can't eat them on site, but they take them home or take them and eat them in their car. So we're noticing this stepping up on a local and regional level. It just seems like the national level, it's all this bickering and squabbling back and forth. But that's where, you know, Bill, that's where we need to be. And I think that is one of the lessons that we're about to get is we came from, uh, once upon a time, we came from a, a tribe. We were tribal people. We had a tribe of 100. We had 100 people in our tribe. And right. when it got too big, it split off and went to uh, and, and it created another tribe and went somewhere else. Right. Um, your your lifestyle, everyone was sustainable in that tribe. And when something went wrong, it was able to be fixed because it was looked at. Right. Within the tribe. We've and now, to my estimation, we need to go back to that mentality because the set, the, the governors um, have all of these companies around within their states. Um, and they will need to um, look look inward to the people in, in, in their state. And the people in their state, we will come to their aid. Yeah. One way or another, we'll come to their aid. Uh, one thing that I've noticed interesting, too, and I mentioned at the beginning about entertainers are being more appreciated. The other um, uh, occupation that has been beat down upon for years are teachers. Talk. And all of a sudden, with the last two weeks, you're hearing all these yep. things that these teachers are doing. And now parents are realizing how difficult it is because they have to homeschool. <laughs> and I'm going, hey, maybe this was a smart thing to happen. I mean, not that I want anybody to get sick or pass away. No. But now we're appreciating these people that we thought that we just took for granted. And I think I think that's part of this, too, that when we get out of this together we're going to start looking things a lot differently because as I told someone the other night, which I think is hilarious, everybody was so worried about professional sports. They're Absolutely. gone. And we're still going on. The, 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 the sun still comes up. It still sets and there's no sports. The ones I feel sorry for is ESPN and all these sports channels that are going back into the archives and playing programs that are 30 years older, playing tiddlywink championships because they have nothing to air. Right. But when, but when it really comes down to is now we're in a situation where we, as you say, we, we're starting to see where we, never mind starting to see, we are seeing what is important. Yes. Truck drivers. Yes. Um, farmers. Um, you know, the, uh, the teachers that are, they're getting online and they're having one-on-one. -on -one. They're doing things yes. with their students. They're trying to keep them motivated. Uh, they're stepping up. And and you know to be fair also I mean you've got you've got uh, uh, some of these pro pro balls that the ball players that are uh, donating and they're trying yes. to help as yes. well. Um, you have uh, James Taylor that just donated a million dollars to Brigham and Women to Boston. Oh, I didn't realize uh, that to help. Wow. Yeah, uh, Bruno Mars just uh, uh, donated a million dollars to MGM to help. 
it, again, I, I, I still see it. I have a couple of friends that who are, um, one is an edit, ed, uh, retired editorial cartoonist. Another one is a, uh, comic book drawler and they're actually doing holding classes online art classes yep, master class, yeah. to show kids how to draw and the one friend of mine who who's doing this he started posting up some of these arts that these uh six seven eighth graders or six seventh and eight eight year olds are doing and i'm going this is this is amazing because probably they weren't getting it in school because of the way education has shifted so far to a test that now they have the art. That's why I'm wondering if we're going to start noticing more music in the schools now, because parents are telling the, are, are showing these kids, this is what's available. And I'm surprised there hasn't been performers out there looking at trying to do some type of basic lesson with young kids. Well, they are. Um, I, I have um, I, actually. I spoke with a, a friend of mine who was a pianist. Okay. And he said that he has got more students now uh, than before, and they're being a part of it. I made a joke um, weeks and weeks ago, saying that uh, nine months from now, um, we will have um, we will have a new generation born uh, January <laughs> in January. Yeah. And uh, and we will have. Uh, and they will be musicians. Yeah. <laughs> and you're and you're probably and right. Musicians. And there's nothing wrong with that either. It's about time because no, we've not at all. we we have we have we have forced that so far out of our culture because as I said earlier, people didn't think it was important until now they're in this situation. They didn't realize how important entertainment was, especially music entertainment. Because Absolutely. yes, it is the background noise for the most part. But whenever you're dealing with something that may be stressful or something you can't handle, you always or you usually turn into turn turn the radio on or listen to your computer, whatever it is, and you're listening to music to take your mind off the situation at hand. Exactly. Exactly. And it, and it's a wonderful thing with the fact that all of the musicians. Um, I don't know one. One of my friends who isn't out there doing uh, live and uh, on requests and, and right. doing their thing um, and and giving their fans uh, a nightly thing. Some of them are doing nightly things. Uh, the one thing that I wish would, um, I know one of my friends has been doing like a Facebook thing and because he's using uh, karaoke tracks, uh, they pulled all of this stuff oh. off. Um, but, you know, uh, logistics are logistics, and, and if that's the worst of it, then that we're you know we're, we're not well doing too bad. That's the that's the one thing I was going to ask you about because if you do this, um, how do you have to procure the rights to be able to do this online, or are you hoping that you can get under the wire long enough that people can watch it before they pull it? No, if I if I sit here with um, and you'll notice a lot of them, um, if if you if I sit in front of a piano or a guitar and have okay. my guitar and I just sing tunes, uh -huh. whatever I'm singing is, is a live performance. So okay. that is is okay. Okay, um, it's if I'm using somebody else's backtracks or whatever, then you're dealing with uh, master master licensing. Gotcha. And all the rest of that stuff. 
Because uh, one thing I've noticed, a lot of performers that I've interviewed over the years, I've never been able to see other than what they've pre-recorded that's that's online or I'm able to access. And now right. the, I can actually see them perform live. And I'm going, this is kind of yeah, cool. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm benefiting from this because, like you, I'm not going to go on a cruise ship to see you perform because... I don't want to get on a boat, to be honest with you. But well, I'd love, I get it. I get it. I'd, I'd love to see your perform. Yeah. I'd love to see you do that. Now, I, when you do it, I can see it in person. Absolutely, and and and, and it's branching out. It's not only uh, entertainers and performers and comedians, but it's also our educational department. Yes, you've got Yale, Harvard. You've got uh, the Ivy League. You can go to their websites, and they've got uh, courses that you can take their courses, their online courses, for free. Yeah, I, I, I was looking into that on Monday <laughs> when I realized yeah, I had it, some free great. time on my hands. Yeah, exactly. The only thing right, I'm, I'm worried about... Some... Uh, the only thing I'm worried about on that is if I fail the test, will they kick me out of the class, it's, especially if it's free? <laughs> I'm worried about I'm, that. I'm, I'm not even going to take the test. <laughs> <laughs> but, I'm not going to take the test. But again, I think... You know the one... Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I, the, the one thing uh, on, a, on, a, on a truly serious note, uh, the one thing that I'm afraid of most of all is, and I've got uh, a, a friend of mine, a bandmate, who has now uh, lost a friend of his. Oh, wow. And, you know, so it's, it's starting to get, um, you know, we're starting to see loved ones and people that we know yes. uh, that are being affected. And, and what he's noticing is that uh, the person that, that passed away didn't believe that it was serious. Yes. And, and now uh, the people around him are using it as a, uh, well, see, he, he deserves it type of a thing. And that's the wrong direction to go. No one deserves to die from something like this. Absolutely not. I, mean, I can't imagine anybody even thinking that. I know uh, I saw the news this evening that in New York City, the bodies are piling up so bad because you can't have funeral services, is that they have brought in a refrigerator truck that they would carry cattle or beef on, and they were laying the bodies in there until they can actually deal with it. When I heard that and I realized what they were doing, I'm going, this is more serious than we ever thought it was going to get. Absolutely, and that's what what I tried to get across uh, for... For a good month and a half uh, to people that I would talk to, and unfortunately, almost everyone I talked to um, said I was um, ah you're 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 an alarmist you, right. you know it it and um, and unfortunately you know uh, nobody no one was taking it seriously um, and I and I get it I understand. Um, because all the information that was out there, um, it, there was no real, it was somewhere else. Right. It wasn't here. Exactly. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you, cause I noticed that, and I wasn't, my son brought this to my attention this evening about in Spain, in the nursing homes, they're not even removing the bodies because they can't go in. No. They're just leaving them right. in the beds. Right. And I mean, that's going to be a situation that they're not going to yeah. deal with. I mean, it's not going to end up pretty. And I'm wondering, are they dealing the same way in Italy with that situation? 
Well, um, they they were taking my niece was taking bodies out. Um, the problem was that um, it was the military. It has been the military that was taking the bodies. Okay, uh, and I'm sure there's other um, uh, uh, there. It's not just the military. I can only speak to what I'm, you know, from my niece's um, viewpoint. But she said that they were just taking they were taking uh, bodies out. And uh, they were not sure where in the world to put them, so that they're just being stored. I, I again, it just, it just is mind-boggling to yep. uh, try, try to figure out how they're going to deal with this. So you mentioned that you're looking at doing something online. Do you have a, a, a possible target date of when you're going to do that? Um, I haven't. Uh, <laughs> um, I the. I don't know yet. I don't know yet. <laughs> okay. Um, my problem, no, the reason, the reason being is, um, in actual fact, I'm in Florida right now because my mom, uh, instead of going back to my home in Maryland, um, we decided, my wife and I decided that um, we were better suited to be here to take care of my mom. And um, it, she would have been by herself. And right. That just would not have worked out. So we sort of hunkered down here in Florida. And I have no gear. I have no instruments. Um, so it's a little difficult. I'm trying. <laughs> you know, I, I asked my son to uh, to ship me out, um, ship me out some material, some, you know, uh, send me my guitar or send me, you know, ship me out some stuff, microphones. Right. And he said, Dad, I'm sorry. But, um, you know, um, I don't know um, if anybody here has it. At this point in time, and I don't want to take the chance of shipping you something and, and shipping shipping the virus as well. Right, so which, which makes sense. Which makes a lot of sense. So, are Absolutely. you are you looking at sticking sticking it out in Florida with your mother? Or are you looking at bringing her back to Maryland? Um, you know what? I'm I'm taking it day by day, and at this point in time, depending on how serious things get okay. here. Um, it's going to be a sort of a fluid situation of trying to make a decision of um, what direction to go in. What what part of Maryland are you based out of? Ocean City. Ocean City. Okay, I I knew it was somewhere around that area, but I just didn't remember when the last time we talked. Um, yeah. No. So so I didn't realize you were that far away from home because again that has to be a little bit unnerving for you too that you're not in your your comfort spot, but you're actually in someone else's home trying to help them out. Yes, and it's also um, I've got two children that are up there, and you know it's always what happens, uh, and God forbid. And yes, what am I going to do? Right, right. Um, just tell everybody to avoid everybody and, and wash their hands like they're telling the rest of us. So, which and is, that's what they're doing. They, they've quarantined themselves uh, from the very, the very beginning. So uh, at, least, uh, at least they've taken it serious, that's, uh, seriously. So um, with us talking, it's hard to believe we've almost been doing this for an hour now. Um, oh my God. <laughs> time flies <laughs> when you're having fun, right? Um, but it's very informative to hear it from you. Cause like I said earlier, I've been talking to other people from different perspectives. I spoke to a, um, a young lady who's 31 years old, who's an actually equity stage manager in New York city. And she works off Broadway. Right. 
and she just got finished with a performance. Her next job was canceled. And how she's right. dealing with it, I've talked to a therapist, I talked to a journalist, um, I've talked to multiple therapists, and now I'm talking to you. And again, it just goes back to hear the different perspectives. But one thing that, that the, the tying thread through everything is we're all in this together. And we're Absolutely. all dealing with the same circumstances, even though we may be in different locations, we all have an idea of what you're dealing with, because we're all dealing with it in some way, shape or form. Absolutely. And, and part of the um, problem that we're dealing with is, is a fear. Yeah. Uh, and we're dealing with basically two types of fear or more than, but, but it's a, we've got a neurotic fear that's happening. And the neurotic fear is the hoarding of the toilet paper yes. um, and the unfounded, that unfounded aspect. And then there's the rational fear. Which is which to me is a legitimate washing your hands. I'm afraid, so I wash my hands. Um, I, you know, I, I stay six feet away from people. You know, that's a rational fear to me. Um, but uh, you know, part of the part of the thing that I, you know, I'm afraid of is the these the neurotic fear uh, is a little bit uh, unnerving. Uh, again, I just hope this ends sooner um, than later. However, we're hearing different numbers and different uh, stories depending on what part of the country in because I guess Louisiana is getting hit really hard. Oh, my God, yes. Which, again, they had Mardi Gras. No one told them not to do it because yep. they didn't think it was going to affect them. And then all of a sudden, yep. 14 days later, look what's going yep. on. I mean, yep. it's just it's just that communication was not our best, uh, was not our strong point in this situation because you would assume that they would have done, at least the CDC would have given warnings, do not meet in large groups, please stay away from each other, whatever you can do to eliminate right. or to, uh, to lessen contact. But unfortunately, that didn't happen, so... Yeah, but well, the the beauty of uh, the shining star is the fact that everybody's coming together. Yes, uh, that uh, the music industry, the the uh, the entertainment industry is providing their heart and is putting their heart and soul out on the internet and everywhere else that they can uh, to bring a smile to everybody's face. Um, these um, truck drivers are delivering and making things happen. Um, at um, you know an incredible yeah. pace, and uh, and the worst you know the, the 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 angels of today and tomorrow are our doctors, nurses, and our uh, first responders yes. that are putting themselves in harm's way without proper attire. supplies. Yeah, yeah. Again, and then going back to that, even going back to the, the, the guys that are working grocery store jobs and stocking shelves Absolutely. and checking people out, we never thought that those would be the people that would be the ones that are the saving grace in this whole situation. I'm thankful they're there, but I never Absolutely. thought that it was going to be in a situation like this. Well, Tony, and I am... You, yeah. you know what? Before, just last but not least, um, you're part of the saver um, what you're doing and bringing all of us to everyone um, is one of the most incredible uh, and selfless things. And I, for one, uh, am appreciative of it. Thank well, you. Well, Tony, thank you very much. I wish you the best. Um, I hope everything it works well with your mother. And um, I'm, 
again, we've been talking for uh, 55 minutes. Hard to believe. Time flies when you're oh, having God. fun. But uh, please yeah. keep me posted on what, what you're up to and what's going on. And if I can have you back on again uh, sometime in the next few weeks, we can continue talking about this situation and what you're dealing with and how uh, and some of your insight of what we can do to, bet it, to make it better for each other and ourselves. So, Tony, thank you very much. I really appreciate you joining me this evening. My pleasure. God love you. Hey, you have a great night, and uh, good luck to you, and we'll talk to you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Bill. Tony Pace here online with yours truly, Bill Alexander, here on WMCK.FM, also at WLDJ 107.5 FM Newcastle and at italknet.com. We're going to step away for a brief moment, and then we'll come back to some final remarks here online with yours truly, Bill Alexander. Hey, kids, let mom help with your science project. This new mom wants her kids' science project to thrive. Too bad she hasn't cracked a science book since 1985. A metathesis reaction? Compounds, mixtures, and elements. Even this baking soda volcano is too big of an experiment. Whoa. Now she's completely forgotten the periodic table. Now she's burning a hole through the kitchen table. Burning with science. But her kids' love for the mom is truly transparent. to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit adoptuskids.org/pa. A public service announcement from the US Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids and the Ad Council. And we're back here online with yours truly, Bill Alexander. Hope everything's uh, going fine for you as we wrap up another Hoot Nanny for tonight. And hopefully you enjoyed the phone call and conversation with Mr. Tony Pace. Enjoyed it. And uh, hopefully we can have Tony back on here in the near future talking more about what's going on. Next week, we're going to take a, a lighter spin to the whole situation. And on Tuesday night, I'm looking so forward to this that Greg and Donnie are going to be on my program next week. Uh, it is a, uh, a a web program that was done about five years ago. It was based in Johnstown, Pennsylvania. And Greg and Donnie, if you know Pittsburghese, trust me, this is real Pittsburghese. And it's going to be so much fun to talk to them uh, next week. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully it uh, lightens the mood a little bit. But anyhow, hey, thank you very much for listening to tonight's program. We'll be back on next time here online with Bill Alexander here on WMCK.FM at Keysport and WLDJ 107.5 FM Newcastle. And don't forget to check us out at italknet.com. I'm Bill Alexander. I am out of here. You have a good one. We'll talk to you next time.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.